Now, the British Foreign Secretary, David Cameron, has said the UK had no choice but to take military action against Houthi targets in Yemen following weeks of attacks on vessels in the Red Sea. The UK and the US launched dozens of strikes on Thursday night after Houthi fighters had caused major disruption along the shipping route. Simon Jones reports. The RAF Typhoon jets called into action on Thursday to strike targets in Yemen. Action, the Foreign Secretary argues, that the UK had to take. Writing in the Sunday Telegraph, Lord Cameron says, We have not rushed into these strikes. We have given warning after warning. Military action should always be a last resort, and it certainly was in this case. We have sent an unambiguous message. What the Houthis are doing is wrong and we are determined to put a stop to it. And this is what the Houthi militia have been doing, targeting ships off the coast of Yemen, sometimes boarding them. Other vessels have been attacked with drones and missiles in what the group calls a show of support for Palestinians in Gaza. Today marks the 100th day of the ongoing conflict between Israel and Hamas. Yemen has a key strategic position in the Middle East, especially when it comes to global shipping. The Red Sea shipping route typically looks like this. It's one of the busiest in the world, transporting 15% of traded goods largely from east to west. But because of the Houthi attacks, many major shipping firms have diverted around southern Africa. It takes 10 days longer, adding $1 million to the fuel costs of an average container ship. Yemen may be thousands of miles from the UK, but the Foreign Secretary is keen to stress that what happens there and in the Red Sea has the potential to affect life in Britain. He says that if vital supply chains continue to be threatened, then that will push up prices in the shops globally. This satellite picture shows an airfield in Yemen before it was hit by strikes on Thursday. This one shows the damage caused. Both the UK and US have described their action as proportionate. The targets will have been under uh, a lot of uh, intelligence scrutiny for a while because the stationary targets and the targets predominantly in the main were radar sites. President Biden says America has delivered a private message to Iran. The US insists Iranian intelligence is critical in enabling the Houthis to target ships. Iran denies involvement. There have been protests in Yemen against the UK and US strikes. The Houthi spokesman claims they have had no significant impact on the group's ability to affect shipping. But both the US and UK maintain they will always act to defend the freedom of navigation. Simon Jones, BBC News. Well, for more analysis on this story, let's go live now to our Middle East correspondent, Hugo Bashega. And Hugo, in the last few days, we've been seeing reaction from the Houthis and now, interestingly, military exercises. Just tell us a bit more about this. Exactly, Catherine. And uh, the Houthis uh, following uh, these attacks that have been carried out by the Americans and also by the British, they vowed to give a strong and effective uh, response. So they've been attacking those uh, ships in the Red Sea for weeks. Uh, I think, you know, they knew that a response at some point would come, that, uh, you know, countries, in particular the United States, would not be watching, would not be seeing those uh, attacks and do nothing. And uh, the Americans in particular have been saying that this is about 
guaranteeing uh, you know, freedom of navigation uh, in the Red Sea. Obviously, this is a very important uh, trade uh, route that has been disrupted by these attacks. And uh, they're trying to say that uh, this is not connected to what is happening in Gaza, even though the Houthis, who are supported by Iran, say that uh, uh, these attacks uh, have been uh, happening uh, on Israel's behalf. And they say that these attacks are going to continue unless there is a ceasefire in Gaza. We haven't seen any kind of reaction yet. On Friday, they fired a missile that didn't hit anything. I think the expectation is that uh, these attacks are going to continue. Uh, it is interesting that uh, the New York Times, quoting uh, American officials, um, say that uh, only 20 to 30 percent of the uh, Houthis' uh, capabilities have been either damaged and destroyed uh, by these attacks. And American officials are saying that uh, they are having difficulties in identifying uh, positions uh, that have been used by the Houthis to carry out those attacks. So I think, you know, the assessment is that these attacks are going to continue. Uh, the U.S. Navy has warned uh, American flagships to avoid uh, areas uh, around Yemen in the next few days uh, because of fears of possible uh, retaliation from the Houthis. And Hugo, it's now 100 days since Hamas's attacks on Israel, how are people taking stock of this moment in Israel, in Gaza and across the region where you are? Yeah, so it's a hundred days since uh, the beginning of this war, obviously uh, a war that was uh, sparked by the Hamas attacks that killed uh, more than 1,200 people in Israel. And uh, this uh, Israeli offensive against Hamas has killed more than 23,000 Palestinians uh, in Gaza. And uh, there is no end in sight. The Israeli uh, authorities say that uh, the goal of this uh, offensive is to eliminate Hamas and also to guarantee the release of the hostages who remain in captivity in Gaza. And uh, the head of the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees, uh, Filippi Lazzarini, was in Gaza. He said uh, that uh, the death and destruction of the last 100 days uh, were uh, staining our shared humanity. And there are growing concerns about the humanitarian situation for the more than 2 million people who remain in captivity in Gaza. There was also a huge protest in Tel Aviv yesterday from the families of the hostages urging the government to do more to guarantee the release of the more than 100 people who remain in Gaza. Hugo, thank you. The BBC's Hugo Bashega in Beirut there.